Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. We're broadcasting from the Middle Tennessee Electric Studios. MTE serves members with more than just electricity. Their community outreach team works with schools, parents, and students to provide engaging and unique learning experiences. MTE, serving to make life better since 1936. Friends from the Child Advocacy Center here today. Katie Enzer is in, and she is... uh, press release fiend this morning you've been sending emails and that must mean we're getting close to uh, something big for that, you that's right brian thanks so much for having yeah. me today and for of course receiving my press release <laughs> um we are excited and we're glad to be here this morning thanks for having us uh we are hosting our hometown heroes walk for children it's coming up in april and i think most of middle tennessee knows but it's also good to be a reminder that april is child abuse prevention month so we actually celebrate that at the end of april on the 28th this year um, at 12 o'clock we'll be hosting a little walk um, we'll be at the, the civic plaza um, registration for the walk is online um, of course and you can also reach out to me if needed for any information but you can find it on our um, on our website as well but you can register for the free walk um, on April the 28th at 12 o'clock is when the actual walk begins um, and we're just we're thrilled to start planning and to get the information out there to the public um, and then of course to continue to invite people to to help us celebrate child prevention yeah it, something a little different this year though right in terms of the walk I mean uh, your end destination is going to be a little different that's right Brian and last year starting this year we are in a brand new location um, so we've been moving and we are actually on Highland Terrace which is next to the Murfreesboro Police Department down that way and so we'll actually be walking from Civic Plaza to the Oakland's Pavilion this year um, so a brand new route for those that you know wanted to try something new <laughs> we we're really excited, and we think it's going to be a, a glorious place for us all to meet and fellowship um, at the end of the walk. Well, how convenient is it to be next to the MPD, though? Ooh, I love it, to be honest with you. Um, it's good for them. It's good for us. Um, it's a central location for a lot of our families. Um, and so I, I really think it was a, a, an incredible move for us, although I'm glad we're not moving boxes anymore. Ah, that, that part's <laughs> done, huh? That is. So now, will the walk go from Civic Plaza to Oakland's, or how, how will that work? It will, yes. Okay. Um, I do believe that the walk route this year will be from um, from Civic Plaza um, down through the square off of Main down Highland. Mm-hmm. But details on that is on the website. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you just go down Main Street, hang a left, <laughs> That's and right. you'll be there in no time. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Well, very good. So, the 28th, does, uh, do people need to sign up for that or anything? I'd love for as many people to go ahead and sign up and let me know that they're not only supporting us in the walk, um, but that also gives me a great opportunity for our catering of food or, you know, any sort of water bottles that we might need to help folks um, on that day. So, we do like to pre-register. So therefore, we have a head count of what it is that we're looking for that day. There's a 
a box lunch at the end of that too, right? Yes, sir, there is. Okay. And we are, we're also continuing to work on what that might look like. So maybe next month I'll come and tell you exactly what it's going to be. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, there, you know, get signed up now and find out what's in the, I guess we'll call it the mystery box. The for, mystery for box now. for yeah. today. <laughs> so uh, I'm sure that sponsors are what make this thing work and how you can highlight uh, Child Abuse Prevention Month and get people involved and uh, if they want to sponsor could they just call you too or get on the website? Yes Brian they can we are still looking for sponsors um, we've had an overwhelming amount of people interested um, and so we're excited about March coming and everyone going ahead and getting on the schedule so we can start highlighting them and their, their business whether small or large um, and so again our Facebook page our is uh, CAC Rutherford that's our handle and then our website is CAC Rutherford.org okay well very good that's where you can find a lot of information uh, about not only the CAC but the uh, the walk and everything that goes on with hometown heroes and you have a special guest that's in studio with us today I certainly do I love bringing new and exciting people to you Brian um, and we're thrilled today to have a longtime committee member and our last year's hometown hero award recipient detective Michael Yates detective Yates how are you Doing great, Brian. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Good to have you here. Uh, we were sharing. We like to go buy Blue Raider merchandise at Raider Tees just a few minutes ago. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, how long have you been uh, with Murfreesboro Police? So I started my career with Murfreesboro Police Department in July of 1996. Wow. That's so been a day or two, hasn't it? <laughs> yes, it? Yes, it has. I was on in the patrol division for uh, for the first 15 years, and then uh, in 2011, I made detective and been with the criminal investigations division since then. So the criminal investigations division, do you have like subdivisions within that? Because you were telling me that you're with the SVU. Correct. Yes, we were divided up into separate divisions, such as property crimes, uh, fraud division. Uh, we've got personal crimes, uh, special victims unit. You know, and then we've got our our vice units. Um, special investigations division as well well we we were kind of talking about um you know the the tv show svu certainly has has you know brought a spotlight in it um on that particular uh crime that occurs and that can be a good thing at least people maybe are more aware who've, who've been watching that for two decades yeah i believe i believe it it has uh, brought a spotlight on it but also it glamorizes it in a way that yeah. it's really not reality of what really goes on uh, these cases that we work are challenging. They're very emotionally charged. Uh, I can say that we have a very dedicated group of detectives that work these cases. Uh, it's just an honor to work with them. Um, they're very passionate about what they do. We've also talked about the fact that, uh, you know, when, when you're dealing with children in some of these cases, obviously with the CAC, that, that can even make that tougher. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, these cases are very sensitive. Mm -hmm. um, and this, the CAC, Child Advocacy Center, they play a big role in our investigations um, by providing us our forensic interviews. So the forensic interview is much different uh, interviewing a child than it is in an adult. Uh, the de police detectives, we don't interview the children. We have them interviewed, forensically interviewed at the Child Advocacy Center, where they are a group of individuals there that are specifically trained to talk to children. So, for instance, if I'm interview, if I'm doing an interview with you, Brian, um, I'm going to probably ask leading questions, trying to to get 
to what I'm looking for, whereas it's completely different when you interview a child. Um, the questions are open-ended, and we like to refer, refer to it as a child-led interview. Okay. So just kind of making comments and seeing where they come in and, and what information that, that they give. Yes, they let the uh, they let the child bring them into the incident if there in fact was an incident, and that's where the disclosure comes out. Gotcha. Um, we've learned by doing interviews uh, with the CAC and the folks that Katie brings in that you know more times than not it's some family member, you know, someone that that child knows. And when you said uh, you know it can be an electrically charged kind of a situation, I'm sure that that element can be uh tough to get through too yeah you know when growing up we're always taught watch out for stranger danger stranger yeah. danger and watch out for the white van ready to snatch the kids up and those are in fact good points however i would say the more than vast majority of our cases are from trusted people people that the families trust and these child predators they maneuver themselves into positions of trust and I often hear the the parents of the victims uh they say well we never thought he would do this or we never thought she would do this uh, but they are they do get in positions of trust where they have access to children you know i just read a news story that we've got on our website about uh two men that were arrested in hickman county and it was you know a sex trafficking type of of situation of a 17 year old and you know unfortunately here in rutherford county in the state of tennessee we're kind of in an area that has so many interstates and we're so close to other places that uh you know that is you know trafficking is is a real issue too it is indeed do you do you you know deal with that a lot here i mean is is because we do hear that it's one of those things that we have an issue with so i i don't specifically deal with that we have an entire unit that deals specifically with human trafficking oh and, wow and uh, they would be more apt to reply to to that type of question and, and weigh in on it um i deal specifically with um referrals um for instance uh children will disclose something say to a school teacher the school teacher then makes a uh, a dcs referral department of children's services referral uh, police report may get filed or eventually will get filed as well so i get assigned the referrals or their police reports and then launch the investigation from there there's a lot of a lot of it's a multidisciplinary approach there's a lot of agencies involved in these type of investigations not just me not just special victims unit um but we have friends like we said before the child advocacy center plays a big role in our investigations we also have the department of children's services our kids in nashville that does our forensic examination of the child um, whether they have specific equipment and it's a very kid-friendly environment as well as the CAC they're kid-friendly as well uh, we have our district attorney's office so there's a lot of a lot of hands in the case if you will uh, when, when looking at these so talk about that relationship with the CAC um, you know I, just from everything that I've learned by having the CAC on this program their what they do is vital to getting some some closure and getting these cases um you know where they need to be across the finish line yes um without them our cases would be extremely difficult to work um not only do they do the forensic interviews for us but they also provide resources and services for the children and their families as well so i know that 
you know, Katie introduced you as one of the hometown heroes from from last year, and obviously you've been involved with the the CAC for how long? I mean, how long have you worked with them to help? You know, for like the hometown heroes walk. So I came with the, to the special victims unit in 2015, uh, and I've been active with the uh, hometown heroes. Been a board member since then. Um, just this year, uh, became chair of the board. So I've been an active part with them since 2015. It's one of my favorite fundraisers that they put on, favorite events that they put on. Um, they have there's they have the opportunity to it presents an opportunity to recognize uh, individuals for outstanding service in this type of work, and they read speeches you know about the work that they've done at the Civic Plaza, and it was just it was an honor for me to receive that award last year. Yeah. He what? was shocked. Don't let him lie now. <laughs> he was totally shocked. And I think that's another wonderful point is that they, they don't, they, hmm, these individuals in this particular type of work do not get recognized um, as often as maybe we would like to. And so that opportunity for them, for one, they have their family and their friends and their coworkers that are around them. Um, it's not an emotional moment because I won't say anybody gets emotional around here. Um, but I will say that it is, is very heartwarming. It certainly gives them an opportunity to just understand how much that, you know, work that they really do and how much it really verifies what happens in Rutherford County. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, you, you know, anybody wants to be recognized and, you know, the, you know, great job and, and that kind of thing. And mm-hmm. this is just a special way that you can, you can recognize lots of folks. And uh, I'm sure you'll have some hometown hero winners again this year. We will. Yeah. We will. And you announce those on the day of. We announce them on the day of. Okay. That's right. So uh, how has it been uh, for you, Detective Yates, as the uh, the chair? <laughs> uh, that's, that's a pretty big responsibility on top of everything else, I guess. Well, I, I really enjoy working with Katie here. She's, I want to give her pretty much the, all the credit here. She's really on top of these fundraisers and specifically this Hometown Heroes event. She does a great job of organizing it, getting the sponsors together, um, just making everything work for this walk. Uh, I'd like to encourage uh, all the listeners out there, you know, if you want to, if you'd like to donate to the fundraiser, that's great, but we really would like for you just to come and be a part of it. Just do the walk with us. Uh, you can meet um, all of us with the Special Victims Unit. You can meet the Child Advocacy Center employees. Uh, and it's just a great time at the end. There's a lot. There's music. There's fellowship. There's food. So I encourage everyone to come out and do the walk. Well, what I think is really neat about the whole thing here is that you're – uh, one cog in in a big wheel here murfreesboro police the special victims unit and cac and all the other agencies that work together to uh get to the bottom of of these really tough cases it, it really does take everybody's work to make sure that this isn't something that's drawn out for a long long time or never gets resolved and keeping the kid focused as the the first and foremost thing is uh, you know to get justice from those situations and you know, make sure that the child is is number one in everything that's done. Go ahead. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, they're like like you said, uh, there's there's multiple multiple entities involved in these type of cases, um, and it and it's just an it's an honor to be what I refer to as the bridge between the victim and justice. Uh, uh, when the we want to try to get the get justice for these children, and um, hopefully they can get some closure with their cases. 
Well, the Hometown Heroes Walk is uh, coming up on Friday, April the 28th. It'll be starting at Civic Plaza. We'll head to Oakland's Park Pavilion and uh, go from there. And I'm sure we'll talk about it more next month, Katie. I certainly hope so, Brian. Thanks so much for having us. Absolutely. Detective uh, Michael Yates, thanks for coming in, too. Thank you. Absolutely. And that's going to do it for our program today. Don't forget, you can check the podcast on our website at WGNSRadio.com. Look under Podcast and Rutherford Issues or wherever you listen to podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, all those places you can find it.